0: Welcome to Winning at Wealth, where we throw the Wall Street jargon in the garbage, promote a healthy money mindset, and equip you with the tools necessary for you to win at wealth. I'm your host, John Burdett, and I'm so excited you've decided to spend this time with me. Now let's get to it.
1: The following program is sponsored by 4th Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. John K. Burdett II is not providing investment, legal, or tax advice.
0: Hey, welcome, everybody. Glad you could join us. We're going to get this podcast rolling in a very productive way. Uh, I think we have a good one for you. We're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to get to the big secrets of how to win at wealth. It's a way that I've used to order my decision making and my financial life. And I think that you'll probably find it at least interesting and hopefully uh, productive for you and your life as well. And the core of that is understanding the difference between money and wealth. They're certainly related, maybe not quite in the ways that you have thought about it before, but we're going to explore that a little bit as we get through the episode. And I think you'll find that the ability or the method necessary to create wealth for yourself, it's a very, very easy and straightforward Process. Now, that doesn't mean it's easy. You know, life has a way of sneaking up on us and uh, throwing us curveballs from time to time. Sometimes the mistakes that happen are self inflicted wounds that we have to keep a watch for. But the process of wealth creation is extremely easy to understand and to master. And if you understand that, you certainly have a leg up in your ability and your potential to win at the wealth game. Also, understanding the process will give you a lens that you can view financial decisions as you move forward. It can help you ground yourself. It makes the decision-making clearer. It also can be somewhat of a BS detector when you are being pitched. Sometimes these get-rich-quick ideas or schemes that you see from time to time So having a real understanding of money and wealth and that process will eliminate some of those mistakes that many folks fall into. So understanding that is extremely important as you move throughout your life. And then we're going to explore some real examples of this process uh, being put to work so that you can see how it might benefit you in your life. So what is the difference between money and wealth? Money is essentially how we've agreed as a society to trade things. People have been using forms of money for thousands of years. Uh, you know, folks used to trade uh, shiny shells for goods and services, and now predominantly we use the dollar for most of the folks that are listening to this podcast, although there are many currencies in many countries and regions around the world as well that are accepted as a trade for goods and services. Wealth, on the other hand, is not that. In my view, and the way I break things down, wealth is the ability to serve someone. Think about that for a minute the ability to serve someone. If you have the ability to meet the needs of somebody else, to solve someone else's problems, if you're valuable to someone else, That's what wealth is. That's what enables or encourages people to trade their money for your goods and services because you've met their needs. Fundamentally, that's what wealth is. Wealth is created in the service of others. And money is just how we trade that service. A way to think about that really is that money is a certificate of service. It's just something that says, hey, I did something valuable for someone, and here's the certificate to prove it. That's really what money is, a certificate of service. So, as you break that down, what are the implications of that? It's actually pretty profound. If you desire something yourself, you have to serve someone to get those certificates so that you can use your certificates to claim other people's services. So there you have it. Everything is really predicated on cooperation and serving others. That fundamentally is the difference between wealth and money. You can go deeper into that and think about okay, well, how do I create more wealth? Well, there are a couple of ways. One, you can make yourself more valuable to people, you can do that by investing in yourself, you can do that by improving your skills. You can do that by inventing or creating new ways of doing things that are more efficient so you can serve more people. Scale up to do that, for instance. Another way you can do that, and one of the ways that many of us serve more people, is through savings and investing. If you serve someone, you get your money and certificate that says you've served, and then you desire to claim other people's services to meet your needs Hopefully, you're claiming less service than you've served. That's what savings is. And then what do you do with that savings? Well, you can invest it. What can you invest it in? You might buy shares of a company, ownership of a company. And what does that company do? There again, that company is out there serving people. That company is out there producing goods and services, meeting needs, solving problems, trying to be more efficient trying to scale up, and you get to participate in that as an owner of that company. And that is how wealth is created because us as individuals have limited amounts of time. You know, we can only go to work and and serve so many people throughout the day. We can become more efficient, but we still have limited amounts of time. The ability to invest in other companies that are serving people allows us to multiply and leverage our time. You know, take somebody extremely wealthy, say Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is worth several hundred billion dollars. And he created a pretty big company that serves a whole lot of people. You know, some folks say, well, does he deserve that or not? Hey, that's not for me to decide. That's what the market has decided. People have willingly traded their money for his goods and services. So the market really has determined, hey, this guy came up with something pretty good. Now, here's the trick to that. He's worth a couple hundred billion dollars, an incredible amount of money. But his company, Amazon, is worth $1.3 trillion. So he's created over a trillion dollars of wealth for the investors in the company. Far dwarfing the amount of wealth he's created for himself. So the investors in that company... They've multiplied their wealth by participating in his good idea. What a beautiful system. A lot of folks think, hey, this system is rigged. This system is broken. But I think some of that comes from, quite frankly, jealousy and greed and things of that nature and a misunderstanding of how the system really works. It's an elegant system. It's a beautiful system when you break it down to... Nitty gritty that we're talking about here. And I think understanding it at this granular level certainly allows you to formulate for yourself an action plan that you can move forward on your own. If you desire something, you now know what you have to do. You have to serve someone. If you're not earning enough money to purchase the things that you want in your life, you know what you have to do. You have to serve more people. And you can do that by improving your skills, or you can do that by leveraging yourself through investments and other entities that are serving people. Those are your options. The option of spending more than you make, claiming more service than you are serving yourself, that is not going to create wealth. That is going to do the exact opposite. And that's the trap a lot of folks fall into. Because I don't think folks understand fundamentally that service and wealth creation relationship. And once you understand that, things become crystal, crystal clear. Take something like cryptocurrency, for instance. Cryptocurrency has been hot over the last few years. Sometimes people say, hey, this crypto is going to take over and the dollar's going to fall and collapse and go to the wayside and you know you should be participating in all of these cryptocurrencies well using the lens that i've described here my question would be why why what good or service does does that crypto why would i put my money in an investment like crypto when i don't see what it's serving you know if wealth creation is in the service of others and I'm placing my money in something that I can't see a direct service being provided or a good being provided or an efficiency being created, then why am I doing that? You say, well, what if the dollar collapses and and those folks are right? Well, guess what? If I own companies producing goods and services, what am I going to get in return if we as a society agree to Use that cryptocurrency instead of the dollar to trade goods and services. I'm going to get all the crypto I need because I own the ability to produce, to meet needs, and to solve problems. There again, why chase these things? Why go after these things that stray so far from the fundamentals? You know, you don't have to be participating in everything. You just have to focus on those fundamentals and repeat and repeat, and repeat. And if you do that, it's almost impossible not to accumulate greater wealth than you have now for sure. You just can't make yourself more valuable, and you just can't serve more people without creating more wealth. And I think, like you say, if, if you're a young person out there, if you're going out for a job interview, think about that. As you go into that interview, think, what is this employer looking for? What problem am I solving for this employer? How can I be the most value to this company? And if you go in with that attitude, you're going to set yourself apart. Most folks don't think that way. Most folks think about, hey, how many dollars am I going to get? And how do I get out of here? (laughs) And if you build your frame of mind around, hey, I am making myself valuable. I am serving somebody. There is a uh, pride in that. There's an attitude in that that makes you feel good inside. And that is valuable as well. Knowing that when you go out and do your job, that you're meeting somebody's needs, that you're solving somebody's problems, that somebody values you. There again, it's an elegant system. It's a beautiful system, in my opinion. That's the secret. That's the lens that we need to look at wealth creation. You know, how do we build wealth? As we get through more episodes of the show, we'll break this down a lot further. We'll show you step by step guides. But I wanted to launch this podcast really with that overarching theme of this money versus wealth relationship. Because once you understand that, all of those things will fall into place for you. So I hope you take this in. I want to let you know that I'm available. If you have questions, hey, shoot me an email over. I definitely will answer winningatwealth.com. Just uh, go over to the website, check it out, and follow us. Uh, you know, If you have a question, fire away. Each week, I'll try to select one that uh, we can discuss on the show. So I would appreciate that. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Winning at Wealth podcast today. I'm John Burdett, your host, and I'd like to introduce you to the Winning at Wealth system. You can join the many others that have made the decision to take control of their financial life. You'll find resources and the support you need to write your own Winning at Wealth story. The Winning at Wealth system includes resources to answer questions on budgeting, debt management, savings, investments, insurance, real estate, and much more you'll discover how money really works so you can have the proper perspective to make great financial decisions. The Winning at Wealth system also includes access to a private community and a monthly group Zoom with me. Take your Winning at Wealth step today for only $297 for the system and three month access to the private community. Join at winningitwealth.com. Meanwhile, you can find me at Winning at Wealth Podcast on Instagram, and I'll be back to chat here next week.
1: The preceding program is sponsored by Fourth Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through JW Coal Financial member, FINRA, SIPC, investment advice offered through JW Kohl Advisors, Fourth Avenue Financial, JW Kohl Financial, and JW Coal Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by John K. Burdett II should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or State tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. John K. the II is not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.